0: Romans chapter number 12, and we're going to start here, and uh, I'm believing for utterance. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, laying a foundation for something on Vision Sunday, and I'll get into that more to, you know Sunday, this coming Sunday, but um, I just wanted to share this because the Lord really put it in my heart to lay a foundation for some things coming on Sunday, and, uh, but this is certainly something that will apply to your life, definitely, definitely help you in your life. Walking with God and receiving God's blessings and so forth, and uh, helping others receive God's blessings. Praise the Lord. Um, I remember very distinctly, Dr. Dufresne, one service we were in, he came out and he said, Pastor Jay, there's an anointing, I guess I was preaching, I don't remember this, I don't remember what happened in the service, but he came out and he said, Pastor Jay, there's an anointing on you to preach and teach faith. I said, well, I, I guess I never really thought about it, but it's one of my favorite subjects, you know, it just, I don't know, how, how do you preach the Bible without preaching faith? And you might say, well, we emphasize it so much, I don't know why it's so emphasized. Well, when you actually get your mind renewed, you, you realize this is huge in everything. Everything is according to our faith. So, uh, he mentioned that. And then I, ne- I remember that the Lord said to me when brother Hagin went to heaven, I was sitting at his memorial service. The Lord spoke to me <clears throat> and there was a, there was a time in the service where there was sort of a law and they were resetting for another direction in the service. And I was just sitting there just sort of tuned out and just sort of, you know, praying. I mean, this is a big time, big, yeah. big time in my life, you know, a transition of a man like that, that's ministered to me and pastor Debbie so much. And, uh, You know, we still feed on his materials, but you understand. So, but the the, uh, transition, I'm just kind of taking in the grand, grand, what's the word, grandness, I guess, of that moment. And I'm just fellowship with the Lord. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, "Uh, keep teaching faith. He said to me, "Uh, the day's coming when the message, and this isn't real popular with some people, but it is something that you're already seeing. Um, He said, the day's coming when the message of faith will be like a new message in the body of Christ. Yes. And then he said, even among those that call themselves word of faith. And then he said, keep teaching and preaching faith. So, you know, that's another direction, you know, about some things. There's a lot of other things God's dealt with us about, but that's one of them. And then when Dr. Dufresne went to heaven, I mean, I'm, I'm and again, I'm talking to the Lord about what do you want to say to me? Anything I need to know? I was asking questions about, you know, direction for ministry and so forth. And he spoke to me again and he said, I want you to lead out in the spirit of faith. And there's a whole lot more to that that I have never gotten to, that and in fact, in fact, anyway. But there's things that that the people need examples in faith. That's right. It's not just enough to have the word. You need somebody to kind of help you with the ropes. You know, Paul told Timothy, you were there and you watched me walk by faith, and you also saw it in your mother and your grandmother. And you watch them walk in it, and and so you're doing the same thing, and the same thing's in you, Timothy, because you watched your grandma and your mama walk by faith. Amen. Amen. So, um, but we need examples, and that's one of the things he was talking to me about, and so forth and so on. I got got even further direction on that this past camp meeting. I keep saying camp meeting. It's the Holy Ghost meetings in California. But the point I'm making is I want to get on this tonight. I want to talk about faith because there's something that we need to be sharing. We need to lay the foundation for something coming up on Sunday that we're going to be saying. But Romans chapter number 12, verse number 3. Remember verse 1 and 2, or be not conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing, not the removing the removing the removing of your mind. Is that what it said? No. The renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Isn't that right? Be not conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Verse 1 was talking about presenting your body. Then verse 3. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you. That's believers. How many of you among you means among believers? Any believers in the house? Yes. Every man that is among you. So this is true about you and I. Every man that is among you, I say through the grace given to me that every man is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Not, he didn't say don't think highly of yourself. He said don't think more highly than you ought to think. You ought to think highly of yourself because God thinks highly of you. What, what, is, what, is, thinking, what is thinking right about yourself, thinking in line with what God said about you? Not to think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, how many of you know the Bible says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith? Yes. That's what this verse says. Every, man has been, every, every believer has the God kind of faith. Yes. Not talking about the world's kind of faith. Well, see they say seeing is believing. That's not what we got. We got the kind of faith that member Thomas said, unless I see, I won't believe. Yep. Jesus said, Be not faithless, yes. but believing. Yes. The God kind of faith believes before it sees. Yes. You might say, Pastor, I know all this. Well, so do I. But but, but the, there's there's things God has just brought me back to that I have to, uh, have to remember in order to be successful, continually be successful. Yes, sir. And he brought me back to it. I want to bring you back to it. And we're going to talk about this a little bit tonight, set up, just to set up Sunday morning. All right? All right. So we're getting the ball. Snap. Boom. Okay. Sunday morning. Boom! We're going to kick. <laughs> so, but we, we, uh, we've been dealt the measure of faith. And every believer has it. You don't have to pray for God to give you the measure of faith. You have the measure of faith. Yes. Amen. Now you got to learn to do, learn to do the right things with it, and you can actually develop it and grow it. Now go with me. This is real simple. I know you know this, but but like I said, so do I. How many of you know? It's not what you know. It's what you keep reminding yourself of. And, uh, you, you keep doing now, second, second Thessalonians chapter one, um, verse number three, we're bound to give thanks, uh, bound to thank God always for you, brethren as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly and the charity, that means love of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth your faith groweth exceedingly. Okay. You've been dealt the measure of faith, but that faith can grow. It was given to you in seed form, but the word of God feeds it and it can grow. All right? Now, uh, the Bible said he gave us the measure of faith. Well, faith is, in Hebrews 11, one, faith is called substance. Yes. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yes. Okay, go ahead and come to service now. We're, 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 faith is the substance. Say, say this, it's a, substance. it's a spiritual substance. Faith in your heart is a spiritual substance. Yes, and any substance is measurable. Yes. You know, you can measure whatever, water, uh, you know, any kind of substance can be measured. If it's, a, if it's a board, it can be measured in length. If it's flour, it can be measured in cups. Or, you know, if it's grain, it can be measured in bushels. Or, you know, every substance can be measured. And faith is a substance, and as a substance, it can be measured. Amen. So God got you started with the initial measure. But then he backed off and said, okay, now it's up to you to grow that faith. Amen. Amen. And so the right measure of faith must be used if you're going to succeed uh, and get the appropriate outcome in every situation. You have to bring the right measure. You have to do what it takes to succeed in that particular situation. Uh, every situation calls for a measure of faith. Yeah, and it takes, a, it takes faith to resist the devil, resist the thoughts of the enemy, and hold fast to the Word of God. And the greater and, and more fed your faith is, and the more it grows, the more you can resist, and the more strong attacks you can is- resist. All right, so uh, it's measurable, uh, it takes the right measure. Um, and, uh, you can, you can measure it. Now, if you don't have, the Lord said to me one time, you heard me say this, I'm just laying a foundation. Somebody said, I, this is so simple. I know, but I I just, I just, I just got to lay this foundation. The Lord said to me one time, we were driving to Ohio to preach with years and years and years ago, probably 30, probably more than 30 years ago, preaching in Ohio. And we were driving from Oklahoma and we were driving, actually getting close to the place we were driving to. And uh, we had been praying in tongues for, what, a couple hours, I believe. And up out of my spirit came this statement, and it has lasted with me. I don't, I don't ever have to read it, look at it to read it. It's just, uh, it's just branded on the inside of me. It's that out, of this, out of my spirit, out of my mouth, in English, my tongue switched to English. I said this, and I had her write it down. Faith is the only currency in the kingdom, only substance, only currency in the kingdom of heaven that is legal, legal tender. Amen. It's the only thing God honors in exchange for goods and services. Remember yes. anybody ever heard me say that? Yes. Well, hopefully it's um, it's something that you think about because that he's he's using he's he's saying that the way we use money is the way heaven uses faith. Amen. That's right. Or the way we can use faith to to take to get goods and services from heaven. Heaven doesn't accept certain things, but it will accept faith. Yes. Yeah. Just like the grocery store won't accept certain things. Yeah. Yeah. You can go down there and take a few spare 2 that are worth a few dollars, and they are not going to yeah, accept that know. as legal tender. Right. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I well, I, the, these tires off my car are half used. There's a little value in it. Well, you take those for my groceries. No, no it hadn't got that bad yet, has it? No, <laughs> no, sir. No, <laughs> but my point is legal tender... Is, 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 there's things that are called legal tender in our society. And there's things that, that you know, grocery stores, uh, your insurance, man, they won't take, right? So, so you've got to give them what's legal tender. Heaven has something that's called legal tender. And it's not wishing. It's not desiring. It's not hoping. It's not good works. It's called faith. Faith is what God honors in exchange for goods and services. Well, okay, take it one step further. If you need to go down and buy groceries and they check you out and they say, okay, that'll be $79. Can you even do it for $79 anymore? Anyway, $79, 43 cents. And you say, well, I got a 20. How many of you know, not only do you need to use the legal tender, you got to use the right amount of legal tender. You got to use the right amount. Because there are certain things that require certain amounts. Okay, we're just about to pop the clutch now. And so um, when it comes to faith, if you don't have, uh, excuse me, when it comes to money, if you don't have the money for something, you can't, you, you can, uh, you can do something. In other words, you can't do that unless you do something positive to get that money. Right? I mean, we're not really revelating, but we are. Because the same thing's true about faith. There might be something that you don't have the faith for, but you can do something to get that faith. I've had people tell me. I remember a couple one time said, "We just don't have the faith for tithing." I said, "Well, I understand that, but um, you know, here's the scriptures. Feed your faith, so forth and so on." I remember months and months and months later, they said the same thing. "We just don't have faith for." Faith. I said, "What did you do? have? You done anything to get faith?" No, we haven't done anything. See, well, they, the, their issue was they, it wasn't that they didn't have faith. It's they didn't want to have faith The time.
1: Yeah,
0: that's, that's the issue. Praise the Lord. So, but, but there's something you can do to get faith. Isn't that right? And if you have a need on one level, you can bring a low, you, you can't bring a lower level of faith to meet that need. How many of you know you can overdraw your bank account yes, sir. because you've gone beyond your measure? Right. See, what did we learn about what the Spirit of God said to me whenever he says, faith, uh, 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 faith is the only currency in the kingdom of heaven that's legal tender? He's, he's saying that the way you use money is the way I use faith yes. or, or the way you as my people can use faith to receive from me. Yes. Right? Yep. So we're using that illustration. <clears throat> we're saying if you, if, you have, uh, if you have a need that you don't have faith for, well, you can get the faith and eventually get there. Yes. Amen. Now, there's something in the Bible called, uh, it's in Romans 4. Paul, I mean, uh, yeah, Paul talked about it with concerning Abraham. He said that Abraham took steps of faith. And we're to walk in the steps of that faith of our yes. father Abraham. Amen. You know, if you can't get there in one big jump, yeah get there in steps. Yeah. 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 You can do that with your faith. So, um, but, but to get where we're going here with this Romans three, uh, excuse me, 12 verse number three, uh, a man has to think soberly according to his measure of faith. Am I right? Isn't that what he said? Sometimes a man can think more highly of himself, this verse is saying, than he actually has the faith for. In other words, he can be unsober or let's put it this way, unwise about where his measure really is because he's trying to maybe, maybe he's trying to uh, determine in his mind where his measure is. How many of you know your mind doesn't know your measure? You're going to have to, you're going to have to. Find that out from the word where your measure is. And we'll show you what you can do to find that out tonight. Amen. But you're also going to have to listen to the Holy Ghost. Because he won't lead you into something beyond your measure of faith. Amen. Amen. He'll lead you within your measure yes. because he wants you to always succeed. Because listen to this. Your, your faith is built not just on the word, yeah. but it's built on successive successes. Yes. Did you hear me? Yes. In other words, uh, uh, believe in God. Got it.
1: Yes, amen.
0: Believe in God. For some, got it. I'm not just talking about things. Yes. How about living without harassment yes. in your mind? Yes. So don't just think of this in one one area of things. I'm talking about everything. Yes. Yeah, believe in God uh, 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 to use your faith to walk in love. Yes, sir. Woo. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things we do. By, in fact, the whole Christian life is by faith. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is by faith. Yes, is. Bible said we prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. Yes. How many of you and I forgive according to yes. the proportion of our faith? Yes. Some people won't let it go. Why? Because yeah. they don't have the yeah. faith to let it go. Exactly. Well, if I don't let it go, that, I mean, if I let it go, then, you know, they'll take advantage of me. No, no. That's, that's the opposite of the Bible. Right. Yeah. Do we need to preach on that? <laughs> but anything, everything's by faith. You receive healing by faith? Everything. I mean, we could go through a whole list. The Lord gave me a whole list. We don't have time for that. But, but, but everything has to be, you have to be sober about your measure. Amen? Why would somebody not be sober about their measure? Well, there's several reasons. They can, try, they can think, well, you know, I want to appear as if I have more than I do. Oh, you know, so-and-so got a new truck. So I want to, I want to appear like I've got faith too. No, 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 it's not. People can do it for all different reasons. And we'll get into even more of that as we go. But if we're going to be sober about our measure of faith, then if we're going to be sober about our measure of faith and we're going to have... if we're going to be, if God wants us to be sober and he's not shown us how to measure our faith, that's not fair. On, that's right? We've got to have some way of measuring where we are in faith. Amen. Somebody said, I know where he's going. Well, congratulations. <laughs> that you remembered. Where are we going? Yeah, come on. Romans 15. Go to Romans chapter number 15. This is how to measure your faith. So, while you're going to Romans 15, you don't mentally calculate your measure of faith. Nor do you fellowship with the devil about your measure of faith. Right, right. Let me tell you why. Because he'll never tell you you have enough faith. That's right. That's
1: right. That's, right. That's, right. That's right. That's right. Come
0: on now. He will never tell you you have enough faith. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on now. I don't know if you've been around the block at all. Few times, but spiritually, if you've been around the block at all, you'll find, he'll never tell you, yeah, you got the faith for that, but, but you can measure it and you can be sober. How many of you know when, when it comes to being sober, sober means, uh, no, find out the truth of where you are. That's has, being sober has a lot to do with staying real close to the truth. Right? Yes. You know, a guy that doesn't know how to swim and all his friends are swimming. And he's, he's wanting to kind of show them that he can swim too. He's not sober about his ability to swim. And it could cost him his life. Now, why would you bring that up, Pastor? Because I did that as a kid. My cousins and I went to the swimming hole on the other side of the road. On the other, Their house had a, had a creek on the other side of the road down in the woods. And so we went down there and uh, we, we went swimming. And I, didn't, I really didn't know how to swim. So I was staying in the part that I could touch the bottom, you know. But they dove off into the deep part. And they said, come on, dive in. I didn't want them to know I couldn't swim. So I dove in and I just about drowned. You would have had Pastor Debbie for a pastor, not me. <laughs> Because I wasn't being sober. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they, they had to come in and get me. Actually, I was going down. Wow. So you don't do that. No, you don't. And you don't do that with your faith. That's good. That's I mean, good. You, you're going glug, glug, glug. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Somebody's going to have to come bail you out. Yes. Good work. So um, be sober. All right. How do you measure your faith? Your faith is measured according to Romans 15, verse number 13 the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you might abound in hope through the power of the Holy ghost. What can you reach for and not be pulled out of joy and peace? Oh my goodness. Do you have, how much time do you have tonight? Every time a person steps out in faith, yes. the enemy's going to come yakety-yak-yak. Yak. Yes. Yes. I've had people come to me after stepping out in faith, and they said, I must be doing something wrong. I said, no. what do you mean? I said, I don't understand what you're talking about. They said, well, ever since I stood out, took a stand in faith, the enemy is just harassing and hounding my yes. mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, welcome to faith 101. Your mind is no longer directing your steps. Your faith in God's word is now directing your steps. And your mind is going to, you know, be harassed and the enemy is going to jump on your mind and help harass harass you. And he's going to try to tell you, you can't do this. It's it's not true. He's just going to harass and harass and harass. Well, your measure of faith, that, and we have to talk about this. We've got to take some time to talk about this because people can misunderstand that statement. They can think, well, just because thoughts are coming to me means I don't have the faith. No, not necessarily. Yes, sir. Not necessarily. Um, well, we'll have to talk about this and talk through this because people, people uh, let the devil talk them out of things whenever they do actually have the faith. But as we go through here, just give me time to get through this. We'll understand that better. But you can, you can step out in something and have peace in your heart about it with your head harassing you, with your thoughts in your mind harassing you about it. Now, take, take, uh, take giving or take uh, buying something or take... Uh, taking a step of obedience towards God's plan or taking a step into a business you have in your heart or any of these things of that you do by faith, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: there's going to be thoughts come to you. Uh-huh. Sir. Uh-huh. And those thoughts are opposition, trying to get you to back out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, your ability to stay with what you have in your heart from the Spirit, because you've already worked all of that out. Yes, sir. And hold, hold yourself in the peace of God. In other words, the, the, the harassment that's coming against your mind, can your mind when it's being harassed, if it doesn't have peace down in your heart to anchor it, yes. there's no anchor and your, your mind's going to pull you out of faith. Uh, we're going we're to get this more clear here in a minute. But, but there's things that you, you have to... In other words, if you can hold yourself in peace... Yeah even though their mind is being harassed and you can answer those things and it's not keeping you up at night. You're not sweating bullets. And it takes every waking moment to keep the enemy off of your head. I mean, if you're living like that, you're probably beyond your measure of faith. But if you can reach down and say, no, I know God spoke to me about this and stay in the peace of God about it, you're in your measure. And you're not irritable to live with. You know what I'm talking about? Some people have to examine this. Sometimes people don't know, why am I irritable all the time? Well, it can be several reasons. One of them can be you're out beyond your measure of faith. Because just a little bit of something goes goes wrong and you become irritable, it's because you are stretched way beyond your measure. Amen. So, um, praise the Lord. Now. So you can measure it by how much can can I do this in the joy and peace that that came whenever God spoke to me about doing this? Can I do this staying in joy and peace? Can I resist that uh, temptation to be frantic, fretful, anxious? You know what I'm talking about? Now, it will come always, but if you are within your measure, you'll be able to anchor that mind to what you have in your heart and stay in peace. If you're beyond where you are in faith in your heart, you won't be able to get that mind anchored. We'll we'll say that a little clearer in a few minutes, all right? But I just wanted you to hear that. Now, don't feel pressure by people, by uh, where other people have gone, um, and things like that, to move beyond your measure. Do you realize Spirit of Faith Family Church is not a competition between each other? This is not a see who can have the fanciest stuff and, and get beyond our faith to have it. No. 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 Amen. This is a, 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 a place of encouragement to where people, whatever level they are on, we will encourage them on that level and say, God will be faithful to you there. And this is the reason why God will lead some people not to have an operation and somebody else to have an operation. Because he'll lead them within their measure of faith. Right? And we should never encourage somebody to do something beyond their measure of faith. We should be, a, a spiritually mature people won't do that. Yes. Spiritually mature people will find where they are, where, where the person yes. is in faith. I'm yes. talking about the prayer of agreement yes. here yes. now. Yes. I'm not talking about your own life. I'm talking about yes. the prayer of agreement with somebody else. If right. they find where that person is in faith, right. and they say, I'll hook up with you there. Yes sir. yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Now, you yourself might be able to take a whole lot more than they're taking. Yes. Without doctors, or you know, we're talking about maybe an operation now. Without doctors or medication, you yourself might be able to, but they're they're not going to receive according to your faith. They're going to receive according to their faith. Isn't that what the Bible says? According to your faith, be it unto you. So meet them where they are. And they 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 you know stand where they are and they go. Can you believe? Maybe you ask them. Can you believe that if uh, if the if they do the operation, God will guide their hands and give give you a successful recovery and and uh, you'll be better off than, than you ever were and so forth and then it'll never come back. Yeah, I can believe that. Well, gri- grab onto that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know what happens whenever they receive because because they were within their measure of faith and they re- they were successful and receive. Right. You know what happens? They get encouraged. Yep. Yeah. Amen. That's what faith is built on. Successive successes. But if you get beyond your major, you're going to damage your faith and you're going to fail, and that will hinder your faith. That will cause, yeah, that, will, that will have the effect of stripping faith out of you. Now, this is just good pastoral preaching on faith. So, faith is built, don't ever forget that, it's built on successive successes. Amen. Now, some people hear this and they think, okay, he's saying, don't ever stretch your faith. No, I didn't say don't stretch. You have to stretch your faith, but stretch within your measure. And if I were you, I'd stretch right up to the edge of it and never lean way back on your faith and play it safe and play it comfortable. You know, God doesn't call you to be comfortable in the flesh. He calls you to be satisfied in your spirit. And there's things that your flesh wants to be comfortable in, but your spirit is not satisfied with. So make sure this gets satisfied. When I talk about, my, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the man's, Bible said, uh, the spirit of man's is a candle lord, searching all the inner parts of the belly. I'm talking about the core of your being down where your spirit is. Your spirit's not up here. Your spirit's down here. Amen. So make sure you're not hearing what I'm saying tonight and say, well I'm just never going to step out at all well you're never going you're never going to grow at all If your mind has to figure everything out when you got peace in your heart and you're not going to do it because your mind has to figure it out first, you will you will stay at that level of faith for the rest of your life Somebody said, well, what's the big deal if I do? I just won't receive the best God has for me. Your, the whole plan of God for your life depends on you developing your faith. Don't take the measure God gave you, wrap it up in a napkin and hide it. Remember that guy? Hide it. And when he comes, here's what you gave me. And he's going to say, why didn't you use that and multiply that? My kingdom needed that faith. Take it from the one, that, to the one that didn't do anything and give it to somebody who knows what to do with it. Woo. See, it's not just about you and I. It's about the plan of God. Well, praise the Lord. So, um, don't decide the, what you want to do with your faith. Follow the promptings of the Spirit. Amen. The Spirit will lead you to stretch your faith. How many of you know it's like a muscle? You, you got to keep stretching it to, to really get stronger. Keep exercising it to really get stronger. Isn't that right? Yes. Now, you stretch it within your measure, not beyond your measure. Right. That's good. That's good. What do I mean, measure? Can, how far can you go and still resist all the bombardment of the enemy? When you reach that point to where I can't, I can't resist that anymore, you're at the edge of your faith. Yes. Stay there and keep exercising there and keep exercising there and keep exercising there, keep exercising there yes. until you get some successes under your belt. Yes. And, and then those successes and that, and that learning and that education yes. and that skill that you got on that level yes. can now become just as comfortable as the level you were on before. Yes. And you can get comfortable there for a while and go, woohoo! I like this in the Lord. And you'll get a prompting one day. It's time to stretch again. Time to stretch again. again. This is my life. I'm talking about my life tonight. (laughs) Just keep on stretching. Keep on reaching. Keep on. Why? Because a robust faith is required. Remember Jesus said, whenever I come back, will I find faith on the earth? He's not talking about faith in a napkin. He's talking about faith that's being used to increase the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Woo, I'm getting help myself tonight. Amen. All right, so with this in mind, let's, let's think about something here. Romans 12, 12 to 3, um, you have to know your measure of faith. You have to, uh, to be sober, to be sober, because he said don't... Uh, he said, be sober according as God has dealt to every man. Not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. How do you think soberly? You have to be able to measure this. Yes, yeah. And you have to know what that measure is. And Romans 15 talks about in verse 13 what that measure is. Yes. Okay? We're just, we're just getting ready to say something here. And so the same thing is true with faith just like it's true with your money. Yes. You have to be sober About where you, okay, (laughs) you got this much in the bank and here's how, here's, here's what all the bills are. And, and then, but boy, look at that shiny object in the window. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? You got to be sober. I didn't say don't get it. I said be sober. Now I didn't say, somebody said, well, he's talking about budgeting and staying within your budget. Nope. I'm not talking about that. I'm not I'm not against that. I'm not I'm not preaching. But my point is if if see your budget shouldn't tell you what you can have or not. Yes. All right. Right. Amen. If your budget says yes. no, but yes. your faith says I can I can yeah. okay, here's the end of my budget, but my faith is out here. So what what I, what can I have in life? Everything my budget says, plus here.
1: All right. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah.
0: Pastor, you live beyond your budget? Absolutely, been doing it for most thirty-five years. Yeah. Well, you must really be in debt. Not really. Uh, no. oh, come on. I, got house, I got a house mortgage. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> paying, off, no. pa- paying extra on that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Are you still out there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not living by my budget, I'm living by my faith.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Glory. Amen. Amen. A lot of equity. Amen. Yeah. So, so uh, praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, I wish I had three more hours. Just like you do that with your finances, you do that with your faith. Don't let the devil tell you what you can't have or what you can't have. You know your measure and that determines what you can have. Amen. Be sober means you have to know your measure. Don't try to go beyond it. Don't try to spend what you don't have. Isn't that right? Now, what do we mean measure? In other words, let's think about this term measure. If you have $30 in your wallet and, you see you're, at the, and you're at the store and you see a shirt you'd like to buy, that's a pretty cheap shirt, but anyway, um, but, but you see a shirt and you say, I, I like that, I'm going to get that. So you go up and you buy that and you, maybe it's $29, some change or something. So you buy it. Guess what? You spent the measure that you have, yes. right? Now, let me ask you a question. When you spend that measure, that $30, is that $30 available for anything else? No. Okay, <clears throat> got that answer. What about, I got another question for you. When you spend that $30 apart from somebody, you, you know, you getting paid or somebody giving you something. I'm not talking about that. But when you spend that $30, does another 30 appear magically in your wallet? If it does, please give me that wallet. I want <laughs> Where did you get that one? I want that one. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll spend a lot of money for that wallet. Where do you get that? <laughs> so so what, what does that mean? That means your money, the money you have, we're, we're using money to illustrate faith. Okay, you understand? If, if, if that's the way it is with the money you have, then uh, then that means the money you have is not a bottomless pit. Uh-huh. Right. That's right. You know what I mean by a bottomless pit? It means there's just no end. Right. You just keep spending and it'll just keep showing up, just keep showing up. That's how you get in credit card debt. That's how you yeah. go bankrupt, right? Yeah. 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 And so it doesn't automatically reappear. It doesn't automatically, uh, you know, uh, get, get, jump back in your wallet. And so that means there's a limit to it. There's a limit to the money you have in your, and I don't mean you can't get more, but I'm just saying the money you have now is a limit to it, yes. right? Yes. And so you have money in measure. Yes. Yes. Same thing true about your faith. That's right. That's right. you got faith in measure, yes. Yes. right? Yes. When you spend the faith you have, that faith is no longer available for anything else. Yes. So you have to decide what you're going to spend it on. Yes. And you have to be sober about how much you have to spend it. Amen. When I say spend, I'm talking about release it in order to receive something from God. Yes. Talking about healing or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So when you spend the money you have, it doesn't magically appear. Uh, more doesn't magically appear. When you spend the faith you have in your heart, you have a measure of faith. When you spend that, you don't automatically get a deposit of a greater measure. Yeah. In other words, more doesn't just automatically show up. That's right. Amen? Amen? So once you use it, that's not available for anything else. You can get more yeah. just like you can get more money. Yeah. But you got to know what to do to get it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Everybody still here? Yes. I know this is real simple. But you have to do something to get more, yes. and the same thing is true in your faith. If you, if you ex- use it all, you have to do something to get more, and you have the Bible to continually build your faith.
1: Yes. Yes. Amen.
0: Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Isn't that good? Yes. There's more available. Faith can grow. Remember, he said, your faith groweth exceedingly. Yes. Yes. Your faith can grow. And so you will receive in life what you have the faith for, not what God can do. I know this is so simple and so basic, but this is what the Lord put in my heart tonight. If we get away from the basics, all the other things we learned won't work. And he brought me back in California the first night I landed. I'll talk more about it on Sunday morning. When I landed in California to get into the meetings, I got there a day early, you know, landed, slept real good that night, woke up, bam. First thing he started doing was talking to me about the measure of faith. He started talking, and I started saying, I see, I see, I see. And then he said, so therefore, boom, here's where you're going. Here's what you're going to do in 2024. I'm like. But well, that, that wasn't the answer I was wanting to hear. <laughs> but I do need to be sober. Yes, yes.
1: Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People that aren't sober, they, yeah. get, they mess themselves up.
1: It's so true. Yeah. It's, yeah,
0: so true. God doesn't want you to mess yourself up. He wants you to have success, Amen. success, Amen. success, yes. success, Amen. success. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And uh, that's, not, that's not drawing back. Anyway, we'll get to more of that on Sunday. Praise the Lord. You getting anything out of this? Yes. Sometimes people say, well, God can do anything. Let's believe God. <laughs> Anybody ever heard any, that kind of stupidness? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're saying it's stupid that God, no, no, God can do anything. Yeah. But the stupidness of that statement is that's not the level you receive on yeah. according to what God can do. What you receive on is the level of what can you believe for. Jesus didn't say, according to my power, be it done unto you. He said, according to your faith, be it done unto you. I know some people don't like to hear this kind of preaching, but if you'll receive it, it'll, it'll sober you up and cause you to start succeeding. I had a man come here years ago, years and years ago. Man, probably many of you don't even know who it is anyway. So he came here, and, and he was struggling, I mean, just to feed his family. And he came and he wanted to give his vehicle to the church. And inside of here, it's like, no, that is not right. If he doesn't need that vehicle, tell him to go sell it and feed his family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't understand what I'm talking about? And I said, sir, I understand. You know, you think that that's what God wants you to do. But you need to go sell that vehicle and feed your family. Somebody said, you're hindering him from selling. No, I knew in here. He's way beyond his measure of faith. And he had proven that in other areas of his life. And the fact that he's just barely even in fellowship with God today is good proof that he's, he needs some help. But here's my point. I said, no. I said, you-, you need to go sell that and feed your family. He didn't like that. In fact, he got mad and he left the church over it. There's a man that's not sober. And his life is a wreck today. You need to be sober. About where you are in faith. Well, that's all free. I didn't intend to say that, but it's all free. Tell your neighbor, he's given the answers that you need tonight. Yes. Amen. Yes. Well, God can do anything. Yes, but it's faith that receives and you'll receive according to your measure of faith. And yes. not according to what God can do. Yes. Amen. Now here's something people say, I just don't want to have an operation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> You ever heard somebody wake up one morning, I just want to go to the hospital and have them cut me open and then, yeah, no. nobody wants to have an operation, <laughs> right? Well, when people say, you know, cause, cause they'll uh, say, what are you believing for? Well, you know, I just don't want to have an operation. I'm going to believe God. I just don't want to have an operation. You may not want to have an operation. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not 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 wanting to have something doesn't equal you having faith for it. <laughs> Should we camp on that one for a while? <clears throat> Years ago. See, sometimes somebody said, Well, I just don't know what the Spirit of God's telling me to do. Well, you know, a lot of times where you are in faith will make the decision for you. I mean, what if God's leading me some other way? Well, you're, you're in fellowship yes. with him. If he's leading you another way, you'll know that. Yes. Yes. But but I'll give you an illustration. I've used this illustration before, but see, half of you forgot it, so I'll just tell you to give. Oh, really But years ago, I'm talking about probably only a few years into our marriage, we had this, uh, well, we didn't have really, we, we had furniture, but uh-huh. some people wouldn't have called it furniture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boxes yeah. and stuff, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we needed, we, we, moved into another apartment and we, we just decided we're going to have to get, we got to get some furniture here. I mean, we can't even have people over to the house. So we, we went to the furniture store. We looked at different, you know, bedroom set and living room stuff and all that. And, um, believe it or not, the whole total only came about $2,500. This was years ago, you know, back in the 1800s. No, no. <laughs> We look a lot younger than we are, don't we? Yeah. No, we're, but but so so we 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 you know picked out all the things we wanted and we were yeah we we went up there and said, "Okay, how much is all this?" They said, "It's something like $2,500." They said, well, what do you want to do? You want to pay cash or put it on a credit card?" They said, "We said, "Let's just we'll come back tomorrow and talk to you." About it. You know how they try to get you to yeah. do it right oh. then, but it, yeah. I just don't yeah. like that kind of pressure. Anybody know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yes. So, so we went home and I was praying about it and talking to her about it and Where are you and What, what do you want to do? So, <clears throat> I wanted to just believe God because at that point I'm getting convicted about debt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm just talking yes, about where I was. Yes, so, uh, because we had, I think we we owed debt on our tricycle from three years old and <laughs> 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 not quite, but it was it was. It was needing. T-
1: yeah.
0: So anyway, we're praying, and, uh, and so I'm I'm saying, Lord,
1: we're from the 1700s. huh? <laughs> now it's
0: Put them on the back row. <laughs> so, but we were I'm praying and seeking God. And I'm saying, Lord, what, what should we do? What should we do? And, and he just wasn't saying anything. And I'm just like, Lord, what should we do? What should we do? And he wasn't saying anything. Wasn't saying. So finally I thought, i got to get this conversation started some way. So I said, Lord, you're not saying anything to me. <laughs> Let's see if he responds to that, you know. Try that on him when he's not talking. Just try it. So I said, Lord, you're not saying anything to me. He said, that's because you're trying to get me to make a decision that only you can make. And then he said, This, where's your faith? Well, I knew the answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. $2,500 was like all the money in the world to me Absolutely. back then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. So I knew where I was. Yes, sir. He said, Where's your faith? I said, Well, I know where I, I we, Both of us knew where our faith was. We talked. But so I said, um, So what do we do? He said, do, do what where you are in faith. Yeah. Do it according to your faith. Yeah. Yes. I said, okay, so we, we, we get it on credit card? He said, yeah, but you have the faith. You've already started to use your faith to pay extra payments. Yeah. 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 I said, yeah, we have. We've been starting yeah. to do that. Yeah. He said, take it out on credit. I mean, I don't know what the interest rate was, 18% or something. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But, yes. Yes. I mean... The army cot I was sleeping on was putting my back out, and, you know. Yeah. No, we actually had something different by that time, but it, was, it wasn't any better. We, we took kitchen table, extra boards from the kitchen table. You ever seen those tables where you can expand them and put extra boards? We took extra boards. It was her bed and she had slept in the middle of it so long that two people couldn't sleep in it. They end up like this. <laughs> there were times we enjoyed that but there were times we didn't <laughs> so <laughs> so we took we took the kitchen table the extra, extra leaves you know those, those boards and we slid them in that bed I mean under the mattress between the box springs and the mattress and it worked. We stayed. We stayed apart. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so I don't know how I got on that, but anyway, we needed. We needed furniture. But so I said, okay, all right, we'll we'll take it out. I I didn't want to do that because I'm I'm not liking debt anymore. But it's not what you want to do. It's according to your faith. Now, is that the best God has for us? No, not at all. Right. But we don't receive according to what he yeah, can do. Yeah. We receive according. Is this getting clear? Do you understand? Yeah, so, uh, so we went and we took out the credit card and 7,900 easy payments, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except we start paying extra. Yeah. We start putting extra 50 on it, extra 100 on it. I mean, it just started snowballing. It wasn't long at all. Bam, we had that thing paid off. And we kept our joy and peace the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I slept in a good bed. Yeah, a good bed. <laughs> That's
1: such a big Does
0: that make sense? Yes. According to your faith. Yeah. Somebody say, you shouldn't take out debt. God has better things for you than that. Absolutely, he has better things for that. And so today, you know, that, that kind of thing is not an issue. But the, the, the measure we were at, yes. we had to develop it and we had to keep feeding it. Amen. Now we buy things with m- much bigger price tags and just put the cash down. Why? We keep developing our faith. And that's not based on our salary here. I mean, th- we, we, we get a salary, but I'm talking about it's based on our faith. Praise the Lord. Are we ha- getting some help tonight? <clears throat> so uh, you might not want to have an operation. You might not want to do something that, like what we, the story I just told, but it's not according to what you want. <clears throat> Amen. He'll lead you according to where you are in faith because he wants to lead you into success, not failure. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I'm getting some help myself. Um, so he may lead you to go beyond your budget, but he'll not lead you to go beyond your faith. Now I know some people don't like that because, you know, they, they, they really preach you got to stick with a budget. Well, that totally, the only problem I have with that kind of stuff on the radio is it totally takes the leading of the spirit out of everything. Now, now don't misunderstand me. Some of these people are dealing with people who have been totally out of control and they need to get control. So fine. I understand. But you need to get to the place to where you don't need external things dictating to you. You can follow the spirit.
1: Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. Well, that's just not in our budget. Well, the big offering, that's just not in our budget. Okay, well, you know, the devil will never tell you you can never give or even tithe. Or Are you going to live in disobedience to the word? You understand? Anyway, so praise the Lord. He'll always lead you according to your major faith. Now, so he'll lead you um, sometimes to go beyond your budget. I've had times, I've been in stores, just, I've had times where I I had, I saw something and immediately the Spirit of God witnessed, I want to bless you with that. And it's like, I really shouldn't be spending that kind of money right now. I'm not talking about the lust of the flesh. You got to grow to the point, you know, the difference between the lust of the flesh and the leading of the Spirit. Amen. I was in California, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I got it in my heart to buy some cufflinks. I don't usually tell my personal stuff like this. Some gold coin cufflinks, solid gold. It came up in my heart. Lord said, I want to bless you with it. I said, I don't even know where to buy those. Where can I get that? Because we invest in gold, and here's just another gold. There's a little premium on it because the jeweler had to set it. But the premium is my enjoyment. Yes. <laughs> it's the value of the coin plus whatever I paid extra for my enjoyment. Because yes. right. exactly. I'm not on the level of need in my faith. I'm on the level of enjoyment in my faith. Yes. Yes. So I found them. I was led and just checking them out. And I found them in order and they came in the mail today. Ooh, Hallelujah.
1: <laughs>
0: well, you shouldn't do that. You stay with your
1: measure.
0: I'll stay with my measure. Amen. I love something Brother Hagin said. I'm getting mean on the devil now. I love something that Brother Hagin said. He said, you stay because people criticized him. Back then, Cadillac was the car. I mean, if you had a Cadillac, I mean, that's the top of the line. Right? And people would criticize him for having a Cadillac. He said, I won't criticize you for your Chevy faith. Don't you criticize me for my Cadillac faith. I'm getting mean on the devil. Hallelujah. 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 So, you know, sometimes people, they get fuzzy in their brains about these things. But uh, don't be a fuzzy brain. (laughs) Praise the Lord. You getting any help? So, praise God. Praise God. Let's finish up just talking a little bit about this piece. My goodness. But what about this piece? Let's talk just a little bit about this peace issue. So, um you may, God can put something in your heart that is beyond where you are in faith right now, but it's not time to step out into it because you're not there in faith. Does that make sense? And if you're not there in faith, He didn't put it in your heart to kind of keep you miserable about, well, you know, I really believe God wants me to do this, but I'm not there. He's giving you, he's telling you ahead of time what he has for you. And he's giving you time to develop your faith, develop your faith, develop your faith. That's what we did with the aircraft. He put that in my heart 30 years. I I didn't calculate, but I think it's about 30 years ago. (laughs) Was it time for it back then? No. No. Why did he put it in my heart? Develop my faith. Renew my thinking. Because there's a lot of different thinking you've got to have. Renew my thinking. Renew my thinking. Renew my thinking. Not everybody needs an airplane. You, most, 99% of the body of Christ probably doesn't need it. And if you don't need it, don't do it. If God didn't put it in your heart, don't do it. Please, please, for all of our sakes, don't. Please. But if God's plan has, if that's in God's plan then he'll give you time. He'll he'll speak to you ahead of time, give you time to develop your faith. If it's it's something you know eventually you're supposed to be getting into, don't just waste that time as it passes. Keep building your faith. Amen? And so, if if it's not time to launch into it, it is time to build. It is time to feed. It is time to develop. Get your thinking right. Renew your minds. Get, get Get the dross out of your faith kind of thing. Now, Colossians 3.16, I'm I'm wrapping this up. Colossians 3.16 in the Amplified says, Let the peace of God rule, act as umpire in your heart, deciding and settling with finality, all questions that arise in your mind in that peaceful state. Let peace rule. Remember, joy and peace is how you measure your faith. But this verse says it also makes your decisions for you. Right? Right? This is why the Spirit of God will lead some people to do one thing and another people, somebody else to do something else. It's because it's within their measure of faith. Yes. You know, in baseball here, he calls this piece the umpire in Colossians. But in baseball, the umpire, uh, he calls the, 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 the pitch or whatever, whether the person's out at the base or whatever, uh, his call stands. Yes. Yes. And so even if you don't agree with it, yep. I mean, it can be reviewed, but the umpire's call stands. Right. Right? He's saying, whatever you have peace about is what makes your decisions for you, even if your mind doesn't agree about it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Amen. You better go with that peace. Yes. It's the umpire. Yes. Yes. It's making your decisions for you. Yes. When you start going towards something and you just know, yeah, yeah I, I, can, I can walk this and, and, and uh, take this without the, the devil just keeping yeah. me awake at night in yes. hot sweats. Yes, yeah. Amen. Then go for it. Yes. Let that peace be your umpire. Amen. Your, your friends can tell you to do this or that. Other church people can tell you to do this or that. Your spouse, your boss, your neighbors, everybody's got an opinion about what you should do. But they're not your umpire. Amen. They're not bad people. They, don't, they probably want the best for you. They're probably trying to encourage you to go for it all, you know. But you got to know what your measure is. And listen, when somebody makes their decision, don't ever don't don't ever kind of poo-poo it, you know, like (laughs) poo-poo. No. If it's a step, listen to me. If it's a step, even if it's a baby step, God is pleased. Jesus, Jesus never criticized somebody for their measure. He did criticize them for not doing anything with what they do have.
1: Amen. If
0: it's just a little step, okay, we're going to take the big offering on Sunday. If somebody gives five dollars a child, or somebody, or somebody that's really struggling financially, they give five dollars. In our heart and mind, it should not be. Maybe we don't say it out loud, but in our heart and mind, pooh. You don't know. That might have been a huge step. Somebody else could give 20, 30, 40, 100,000, yeah. and everybody goes, woo! But you don't know. Maybe they got 40 million to do something with. And that was just like nothing. So we don't judge those things. Oh, this is just good pastoral preaching. So uh, people need to hear from God. They need to have the liberty to hear from God and make major decisions. Um, you know, I, I will stop somebody if I really sense in my heart, they're, they're, they're going to struggle because of this. They're beyond their measure of faith. I will stop them because as a pastor, I want, I'm not looking for what they give. I'm looking for what, I'm looking for them to, 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 to live successful. Does that make sense? I love them more than I love anything they do. I want them before God to be able to enjoy their relationship with God. I don't want their whole, their whole yes. prayer life to be just taken up with trying to keep the devil off of their head. Right. That's not living. Right. Amen. I got to tell you something as we close. Uh, years ago, I, I, you, some of you know, I like comedy. I, I think a good, clean comedian is like cool. He's, he, he's cool. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of things you can't listen to because a lot yeah. of it's. Yeah. But there's a guy named Jerry Clower. He was always clean. He's a Christian man. He would actually testify and so forth and so on. I'm not endorsing him because I don't know yeah. his personal life. I don't know all that. Right. But I just, if he's funny and he's yeah. clean yeah. And, he, and he's not, you know, a heathen,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I, might, I might listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy talks about uh, uh, coon hunters that went out into the, uh, out into the woods and they would, they would get the dogs, and they'd get the dogs to tree the coon. You know what I mean? And the coon would go up the tree, and then they would somebody would have to shimmy up there and knock the coon out because they wanted to give it a fair chance. Knock the coon out before they shoot him on the ground. They don't want to shoot him up in there. So, so John decided he's going to climb the tree, and he's going to knock that coon out. This is a funny story. And it has a moral to it. it has a, um, I'm not just telling funny stories. So John, he's got his bib overalls and nothing else, you know? He's climbing that tree. He gets up there, and uh, they're hollering at the bottom of the tree, knock him out, John, knock him out, John. If you want a good bedtime story before you go to bed tonight, listen to Jerry Clower, knock him out, John. You got to listen to it. I can't hold a candle to Jerry Clower. (laughs) Knock him out, John. And uh, he gets up there, and and he's trying to knock it out. And there's this,
1: and
0: John's going, ah, and there's noise, and there's a fight. And they said, knock him out, John. (laughs) Knock him out, John. And there's just just a bunch of commotion and Uh furs flying. Uh (laughs) Knock him out, John. They thought it was a coon. He said, this isn't a coon. This is a wildcat. You know what a wildcat is? Uh This is a wildcat. Knock him out, John. And they said, "Somebody's got to shoot up here amongst us. Oh boy. Somebody's got to get some relief. Just shoot up here and shoot something. I mean, either him, whatever the bullet hits, hit somebody, because somebody's got to. We got to get some relief up here." <laughs> Pastor, what on earth are you saying? Well, how many of you know you can get a hold of a faith project that you thought was a coon, but it's a wildcat? (laughs) 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 you can get to the place you can say, just shoot up here amongst us. Somebody's got to, we got to get some relief. (laughs) Stand up with me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's one thing to get a hold of something. It's another, another thing to win the fight, you know. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Praise the Lord.